Hello and welcome to Dice Masters United. I'm Spug. I'm Ben. I'm James. And I'm Peter. Coming up in this episode. The latest two-team takedown online tournament is in full swing and we'll be running through some of the emerging trends in the new Dark phoenix fueled meta. We'll be looking ahead to the upcoming in-person Dice Masters event of the UK Games Expo and giving an insight to some of my preparation. And with Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness hitting big screen, we'll be debating which is the best Dice Masters version of the sometimes Sorcerer Supreme. All that and more in the latest episode of Dice Masters Unite. Yes, we are back. It's really good to have you with us. And we're going to be talking two-team takedown, the format that we love. The two-team takedown is back. We've gone on about it quite a few times before. It's a familiar format to many, but basically players have to build two distinct teams from the modern meta. And yes, of course, that now includes the Dark Phoenix Saga expansion. And they have to play one opponent a week and you have to beat them basically with both of your teams in order to win the matchup. Uh, it's an online tournament. It's being run by the good people over at DM North uh, using with our good friend Nick Wale, Jackalope Spam, who's been helping out getting that up and running again. And it's using a format that was first invented by CR Gamer, who have given the whole thing their blessing. So it's really good to have this event back because it's really good fun you get a load of different teams and you get to play and someone different every week and meet someone new so it's been really cool three of us have been playing um peter's been a bit too busy to take part but you have taken part in many of these before haven't you peter so i have yes you you're very familiar with how it's been going um but ben should we start with you what what have you um what are you playing? How's it been going? Let us it's know. Been, yeah, it's been going okay. Um, mm. Played against uh, some very challenging opponents. Some, yeah. Um, really, actually, interesting matches. None of them have been particularly smooth, I'll say. Right. Uh, I've been playing like an Iceman team uh, with like Danny. Mm. Um, my main win. Yeah, um, yeah, my, my favourite Danny Moonstar, although I think lots of people have kind of caught on to the fact that she's quite good. And I really <laughs> dislike playing against her, so that's a thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, that team, does, that team generally does pretty well, and then uh, I have a kind of Hail Mary second team, which is the Jubilee, where if you get five, five out, you kind of win. Um, yes. They deal damage for each other attacking bulk character die, so if you get five, five times four damage is 20 damage. Uh, yeah. Which is the life total of most, if not all, Dice Masters games ever. <laughs> yeah, well, it can't go above 20. Well, actually, interestingly, Yet. didn't it? The other day, exactly. <laughs> what happened the other day, Peter, on that front? I think someone asked a similar question in the Facebook group if it was possible to go above 20. And then Jimmy Darwin O'Brien replied, not yet. Indeed, <laughs> indeed he did. And of course, we know that Jimmy, o Jimmy O'Brien works for WizKids. He's the product manager over there. So, yeah, I don't know if he's just teasing everybody and trolling he's us. He's just talking about like back in AVX days where, you know, I didn't realize that. I, me and my <laughs> friends used to go to like 30 life, 40 life. <laughs> with that beast that healed you when it blocked. God, so awful. Two weeks later, you're still playing the same game. Yep. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, so basically it's been, the Iceman team's done pretty well, um, and then kind of hopefully the Jubilee team works out, which it sometimes does, sometimes doesn't, quite often doesn't. Yeah. Um, so yeah, bit of a mixed bag, but all like quite competitive games, I think it's been um, particularly like uh, like a walkover, uh, I think all games have yes. been 2-1, so yeah, um, good. Nice. And lots of fun. It's a really good format. And I'm not playing with any yeah. Dark Phoenix, so I feel like I'm doing okay. Yeah, so that's a win for you. Uh, yeah, it's certainly noted, notable, actually, that I think when you see people reporting the results, it's so often they're saying, such close yeah. games could have gone either way. You know, just one roll here and there. Seems and to normally I say that those. just because, like, you know, to not seem like a dick. <laughs> to <but>. be nice. <laughs> 
<laughs> but you don't really mean yeah. it. This That's time what I think you do. <laughs> I think we can all see through that charade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I beat him on turn three, but I was down to rolls, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got so lucky with that pull of so uh, Becky Lynch on turn three. <laughs> now, James, you've... Um, You've been flexing your competitive muscles again, but you've had to you've had to bail because work and life and everything else has got a bit busy. Flexing you... is not really the right word. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about your experience. Straining, pulling. Um, yeah, yes, indeed, pulling. Um, so teams, I had a master mold team and a what's the other one? Jesus, uh, Thor with Lita added Lita, which oh, turned out yes. to be. Uh, like I was, I've been, I've been saying for ages. I'm determined to get it to work. I've now realised that it's not really viable. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah. Um, and okay, so I played Elliot and uh, Relentless Nettles, Mike, I think. And um, yeah, it was, it was, it was fun enough, but um, it, it, I found it really hard to schedule matches. I've just been super busy at the moment, and. When the, when you have to make a sort of choice between, um, playing the game and keeping your wife happy because <laughs> your time is really full otherwise, then it stops being quite as much fun <laughs> as it should be. So, so sadly, I, uh, before I even played Nick, it wasn't Nick's fault at all. No. I was, I was supposed to play Nick and I was sort of quite wanted to play, but really it, it just couldn't happen. Mm. Um, and I, I quit. And that's there's there's no shame in that. <laughs> um, I'll try, I'll try again sometime. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the ongoing commitment of it, I, I understand that it, it can be fun. But if you haven't got time for it, it's, it's quite definitely quite demanding. I think. Yes, obviously, it's very important to get your game wife balance in good <laughs> order, isn't it? Game wife um, bird balance. Let's be clear. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Talking it's about the avian variety. It's a bit of a difficult toss-up between kind of like oh the kind of week ongoing weeks um, weeks of tournament play like this is mm. versus the kind of one day one shots. Yes, and there's good and bad qualities to both, um, but definitely scheduling is a is an issue for this this format. But it's nice, like you said, Spug, to have a game you know regularly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really enjoy having a game to look forward to each week and someone to get a match against. I, I, it seems like I invariably end up playing North American opponents and obviously being mm. in the UK, that makes um, scheduling a bit more challenging because often they're available in the evening and then it, that's like one o'clock in the morning for me. So it's not really very practical, but we can normally make it work at the weekends and, um, and that's always good. They, if they don't mind getting up a bit early, that's always helpful. Now I can get them out of bed and maybe catch them unawares before they've woken up. It's <laughs> uh, so all part of the grandmaster plan. Um, but, um, uh, but yeah, I've been playing. Um, so we are what? Well, this is, we're in the fourth round, aren't we at the moment? Fourth round of yep. five. There are 32 players taking part. Um, I decided that I'd, I wanted to try playing Master Mold, which has been really good. And, um, but, but then I sort of threw together a kind of uh, hope phoenix sort of beast ramp sort of mutant research program thing that uh, just takes way too long to get going and um, and has really nothing in the way of removal um, or, or kind of control. Well, I've got Pip, but he's just a bit too slow because it takes too long to get to him with my team. Mm. Um, so that's been pretty disastrous, but... Um, but when I did play against somebody who brought the front line, that was lovely because I was able to buy that and it worked really well because um, using the rare Phoenix uh, copied with Hope, then um, they basically couldn't block anything because that, that rare Phoenix enables, um, says uh, characters with an A of four or less can't block when uh, that Phoenix attacks. So um, so that was that was interesting. Um, so I'm I'm one and two at the moment um basically because i haven't been able to win with my second team <laughs> um but i kind of knew that you know i knew it wasn't going to be the most competitive team i knew it wasn't going to be playing at the top and i was just happy to be playing and trying something different um and enjoying the game so it's half- a really varied uh really varied yeah meta isn't it it is uh, yeah there's to be lots of different teams that are available uh, lots of different win conditions 
Let's yeah. Talk about some of them. Let's do it. Let's do it. What, what are your observations, Ben? Frontline. <laughs> the frontline. Yes. <laughs> I know. It's, it, it was a thing with, with, um, what's his face? James Ultraman. Ultraman. Wasn't it? Your favorite. Indeed. Yeah. So he says unblock characters. It's a five cost basic action card that says unblock characters deal plus three damage, isn't it? Plus three damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus three attack. Yeah, plus yeah, three yeah, attack. Plus yeah. three attack if not plus That's block. the one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And that's uh, that has been making a bit of a resurgence. Yeah, so I think um Troy uh Yort over on Discord has been doing a bit of data mining and he's been crunching the numbers um to see what are the most popular cards and or perhaps unsurprisingly Clayface with that global is on twenty six teams and given that there's only thirty two players in the whole tournament, that means there's only six players in the whole tournament that haven't got Clayface um on one team or another. But um Mr Sinister is in second place with twenty one teams do they know whether that the rare myths and stuff they want you to do anything different that's a good question actually i, I th- no i think it is the same one because i think they, they did it that's by like card it. number yeah mm. so so it must be the rare that rare which is the pay to um generic energy then yeah. field of psychic and prep psychic mm. is working beautifully in tandem with the front line i, I saw it slightly before the tournament uh jd chero played a couple of games online with him oh yeah um he like had it set up, we do, I think he did 18 damage on turn three or four or something crazy. Yeah. And like, just wow, could have yes. done it if he'd set it up properly. And like, throughout the rest of the tournament, everyone else seems to have definitely, uh, had that same idea or same thought. And like, yeah. that, those two in tandem with each other is just frightening. Cause you can buy the front line, although it's five cost with mm-hmm. Thor Global and Dark Phoenix Global. Yeah. You get, the, you get it really quickly. Um, and that Miss Sinister can really clear out your field very uh use piles, sorry, and make yeah. that rotation very, very efficient. Yeah. And then with Hope kind of copying Phoenix to make that cheaper when Hope's only three, uh it makes makes making things unblockable not that hard. My uh, uh game against <clears throat> Elliot today, he basically just did uh frontline and villainous pact pivot. Oh, so I kinda of walled up. Very good. The problem with the frontline team is if someone realizes you're playing it, you can kind of wall up. Yeah. So you have to have that other way around. Yeah. Um, and so he bought Villainous Pact um, as a kind of pivot piece, which is quite <laughs> clever. Um, so, yeah, you have to have that secondary option. Uh, the other thing, I suppose, is that with Rare Sinister and the frontline, because it's a basic action, you can do the same thing back to them. Yes. Uh, without bringing any cards for yourself, which is yeah. interesting. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, I see that from the stats, um, 11 teams has the front line, so approximately a third of Surprising, because I didn't even really think mm. about it. We didn't, I don't know how, I mean, we knew it was a good card. It was a good card mm. with Ultraman. Mm. Um, but I think the fact that Mr. Sinister allow is probably the best ramp in the game currently. Yeah, for sure. Um, also gives you this wall of sidekicks. You can mm. basically win without buying anything other than the front line and fielding psychics yeah 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 it's it's very cool um i i note that interestingly that i mean hopes on 20 teams thor is on 15 teams but i wonder if that's more for his global because people are using it for god catcher and the front line and that kind of thing you know the the payer bolt your next action die god catcher. Less. yeah god catcher yeah um but i don't see that many god catchers that's true in the mm. list <laughs> No, that's true too. Yeah, I wonder yeah. if that the vote the the tokens vote um, got split with between Godcatcher and uh, Master Mold. Maybe, yeah. There's ten Master, Master Molds. Master Mold on ten teams. I I mean I think my Master Mold team's been going well. Would um, you run a Would you run a Master Mold team for one and then a Godcatcher team for your second team? I don't think you've done two token teams. No, that's right. Yeah. No, that's right. I certainly wouldn't have done that. But it is interesting to see that. And the the most popular control piece is Typhoid Mary on fifteen team, fifteen teams. Um, I know. How do you feel? How do how do you all feel about Typhoid now that she's had a year in the in the meta? Peter, um, I never use her. Um, it's I, I, I it's it's a lot more balanced than Shriek ever was. That's for sure. Mm. 
But she's harder to get rid of, though. She has higher defense. When she's out there, it's annoying. She uh, is. Um, yeah, it's it can be super effective. I I still sometimes build teams that have like one focal point, and if it gets shut down, I have nothing. So <laughs> don't, don't don't play typhoid Mary against me, please. <laughs> Well, he will, yeah, but I think that do you think is overbalanced in a way? It's too much now. I mean, what you think? Too expensive. Too expensive. Four cost with the the double energy requirement. Double energy requirement. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I feel like it is pretty well balanced. I mean, I think I agree with Peter that that a three just a three cost bolt is too cheap for what she did. Yeah, um, it it seems to be the case when it came out that it was quite popular in North America and not that popular in Europe. I don't know if that's still the case. We don't have names attached to these numbers. No, we don't. I mean, Wait, have, so have you seen any European players playing Typhoid? Typhoid. Now? She's on my master mold team. Ah, yeah, splitter. <laughs> <laughs> that's unusual because. Oh. Don't know which, but also is the meta so different now that the while active control pieces aren't as you because even Drax, yeah, is still very annoying, yeah. But there's so much good removal, yeah. That is a while active control piece not as viable anymore. Like, what's the point of spending your money on Drax? Yeah. Getting in the field only for it to be rolled away by Danny or by Becky or by Pip or by Spider Man or Yeah. Do you know what I mean? True. Like I the, do. The the one piece like catch all mechanic that so easily stopped uh mimic ramp or so easily stopped collector mm. or fix it, that those wind conditions aren't as prevalent that all the wind conditions sort of the token win conditions, I suppose. I suppose stopping a master mold might be worth it. Hmm. But everyone else has so much more removal alongside those kind of big one win condition pieces. Yeah, they do. I mean, it's definitely true that it's harder to keep stuff in the field. I think maybe, I mean, on the real top le- top tier teams, when you're when they're kind of trying to almost outrace each other because they're they're finely tuned something that slows down your opponent for a turn or two can be useful but then obviously that also slows you down as well so that's what i mean the, bit of a double the sword. fit in yeah. very nicely to a purchase curve with the three yeah. costs yeah but with just four energy you can't guarantee that if you're rolling you can't buy it turn one with any kind of reliability that type of yeah no true. that's certainly true yeah yeah uh, i mean i what what do you think? Are you, are you edging towards thinking that she's not well balanced? She's too kind of costly now. Is that what you think, Ben? Is that what you're getting at here? I kind of like to do a tournament where you're allowed to use the three cost Shriek in modern, but that was the only addition. <laughs> Basically, you swap Shriek out, Shriek in for Typhoid. Right. You didn't have to have it on your team, if you, but you could if you wanted to. Everybody would. I would. I know, but then I'd like yeah. to see how effective she was. Yeah, because she get rolled out. Because if they have a yeah. a master mold and then a, a Drax, but like or a Godcatcher and a Thor, what do you blank? Yeah, quite. Yeah, I mean in Golden, you can find out she ain't banned, is she? In Golden, but nobody really plays Golden anymore. It's too too. Then also in Golden, there's so many. More, then you open up like Collector again, and then you open up. Um, all this other stuff that's really good, really strong, uh, kind of while active wind conditions, whereas all our yeah. current wind conditions are kind of smash your face in. Yeah. Well, I mean, in I mean, this tournament, I think people are trying to do other stuff, aren't they? I mean, there's Colossus and, um, well, you're playing Iceman, aren't you? Yeah, so Iceman and the... Julie, but they're both quite aggressive. Like, they're both teams that allow you to you to go aggressive. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is Colossus working? Has anybody played against it? How fast is it? I haven't. I haven't yet, but I'm about to tomorrow. So oh, I'll, let you, I'll let you know. I'm. Uh, so I'm yeah, I'm halfway through my through my round four match against Super K Kim from the Double and Double and Dice. Hello, if you're listening, probably not, but um, hello if you are. And um, 
yet uh, we are uh, locked at one all, uh, but we ran out of time last night to finish our our game, so we're going to finish tomorrow. So that should be good. Looking forward to that. Um, yeah, the, the other piece that I should mention, uh, I say that Typhoid Mary is the most popular control piece. Gazer is also on 15 teams. Um Probably because token of hate is the so token good. removal. Yeah, exactly. Mm. With the people playing Marcelino. But not only that, but like, then you, again, it's just another piece of control. Like, throw that mm. on your team. Yeah. They've spent four to buy their Typhoid Mary. You have a Gazer. Yeah. It cycles very easily because it has one defense on everything but yeah. the top level. Yeah. Um, and you just remove it for a turn. And you yeah. have that piece anyway to remove Godcatchers or uh, Master Mold tokens. Yeah, I mean, it feels like he's almost becoming an a, an auto include for a lot of teams because he's so useful at just getting rid of stuff, and he's quite difficult. You know, if someone's going to blank something, are they going to blank Gazer? Probably not, not unless they are, you know, pumping out loads of tokens. Well, I played Rob Pettifor from uh, Breath Weapon X. Yeah, um, and he had the uh, John Cena that stops Intimidate. Oh, mm. right. Uh, he tried to go for that, but it would, that's a, again, it's a four cost to deal with a two cost problem. Mm. Yeah, it's not very well balanced, is it, in terms of the cost? Um, that so card, what it, I mean, that card is is very interesting, that John Cena. But I think, like, I, it's so specific mm. that just deals with one thing. Yeah, I don't know. That's John Cena. You can't feel me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, With the this horrific feeling, Carl. The sanitation, sanitation, sanitation leader, sen, sen, nation, sanitation, sanitation. <laughs> he is effectively a janitor. It's the C E nation, <laughs> the C nation leader. Yeah, mm. uh, I'm sure the yeah, so WWE intimidate. fans are hopping up in madness <laughs> or mispronunciation of these terms. Yeah. But as intimidate, and then while John Cena is active, your superstar dice cannot be targeted by intimidate. Yeah, it's so expensive. It's just like four yeah, and as fists, Jane- yeah, one, two, three fielding. Yeah, which is horrendous. So um, that's uh, yeah, because obviously his one of his other versions is called "You Can't See Me," but obviously James is is riffing off of that, aren't you, James? James is a massive John oh, Cena fan. The best way to make a joke <laughs> funny is to explain it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you like his rap it, music? James? Do you want to tell it again now so people can laugh? So what other things have we noticed? Uh, any other teams that have um, kind of jumped out of us that we want to uh, give a shout out to? Uh, I'm very, I want to reiterate how annoyed I am that everyone else is playing Danny. I feel like People shouldn't be allowed to play at home with me. <laughs> and maybe uh, Yort, maybe Troy, because he, he started playing it as well. Oh, how rude. Yeah. Um, um, he kind of originated the just Danny, just Danny removal team thing. He did with Spider-Man. Yeah, and you yeah. can actually hear all about that in one of on our YouTube channel, can't you, James? Indeed. On the uh, the Chronicles series. He did yeah. one on his uh, annoying Spider-Man team. Yeah, so he's allowed to play Danny, and I'm allowed to play Danny. No one else. <laughs> <laughs> now, t- talking of, of your, I played against him in round one. We had three very nice games, but he had a lovely team with using the 12 cost Supreme Intelligence. Great fun. And Eldritch Blast. <laughs> and now Eldritch Blast, for those who are not familiar with it, I'm just going to find the text just so I get it exactly right. It says, draw a die. It's a four cost basic action. Draw a die from your bag. Deal damage to target character die or player equal to its purchase cost. Return the die to your bag. Basically, what he was doing was buying two copies of Eldritch Blast um, and then buying also a copy. His other basic action was Page Manager from WWE. He's a five-cost basic action card that says each player may add one of their unpurchased dice to their bag. And he was then using Mr. Sinister to ramp like Billio and basically remove everything else from his bag, etc. so that he just had he got to roll all three of those action dice at the same time. And if he hits on all of them, he can use Page to put the Supreme Intelligence in his bag and then he can use the first Eldritch Blast to draw it out of his bag because his bag is empty and then put it back and then use the second one to do it again. So that's 24 damage game over. I was 
I felt privileged to be on the receiving end of uh, <laughs> <laughs> a different wing con that I hadn't seen before. It was good fun. And uh, Ben, I think um, Shadow Mel, uh, Patrick's been doing a Stone of Golor team that's uh, yeah, we in haven't the same seen kind that. of vein. Any of us have seen it up and running, but apparently it's yeah similar, I think, in uh, intention to what you just described. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's very... I suppose, Peter, you made you did a team like that very similarly, didn't you? Back yeah, I made a, a golden team uh, that uh, won on turn three with these basic actions, yes. Mm. We have a video. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's right, yeah. Put the link in the show notes. <laughs> oh, indeed. So Shadowmeld's team has... Um, his point of difference is that he has Stone of Golor, which is a five-cost uh, action... Yeah, die so your opponent not a basic it. action yeah so your opponent can't buy it and he still has page as well but um he then uses the two cost storm from x-men forever that says when fielded you may re-roll target action die in your reserve pool so he can use Clayface to he can buy the basic action or the action mm. using thor to get a discount and then he can use Clayface to put it in his reserve pool and then he can roll it using Storm if he fields it. So there's a lot of things that have to go right. But then he can, you know, use his action. So it's, um, I think he's been doing it that way, which sounds good fun. So, yeah, it's it's good to see these different sort of teams emerging. It is one of the, like, it's a very difficult win condition to stop as well. Yeah, because you can't blank it. You can't blank, yeah, yeah you can't blank the action. Uh, it all happens in their main step. It will happen yeah. with basically without you being able to do anything. Yeah. No, that's exactly what happened for me when I was playing against uh, Troy. I, I had my, my second kind of team and he was just, uh, you know, I wasn't able to win while he was lining all this stuff up. And I just knew that we were just waiting for him to <laughs> to roll, <laughs> to roll the, the right combination of dice and then he was going to win. It was... Uh, you maybe give up a little bit of that consistent consistency. Hmm. Uh, and you're relying a little bit more on luck of the rolls, yeah. Uh, to yeah. in favour of, um, yeah, your opponent can't do any, yeah, yeah. Your opponent can't yeah. do anything about it, yeah. Uh, but otherwise, I mean, Becky is still proving to be very strong. That's fair to say, isn't it? She's on thirteen different teams, and uh, I mean, the thing is, Becky and Be- both Becky and Thor. Have really, really useful globals that you probably have mm. on mm. a myriad of teams anyway. Yeah. The fact they are also providing, like, Shadow Meld has that Thor, which I'm sure at some point he'll pivot to uh, if yeah. something's not going right for him. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the fact that it comes with the global is very useful anyway. And then also, hey, I have this other win condition, which mm. works great with Mr. Sinister. Yeah. They're like the frontline team. Like you have the Thor just to make their frontline cheaper, and hey, yeah. they they somehow managed to stop that. Well, now I can buy a Thor, and uh, just field one psychics with Sinister. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, so it's good to see some different stuff going on and um, experience some different teams. Loads of these matches are being streamed, aren't they? I mean, there's quite a few players in the tournament who are streamers. There's like Ronathan. PXPX on his Twitch. I'm sure that Collector Rob, uh, Breath Weapon X, is streaming his games. Super K's been doing hers. Yeah, I um, streamed ours. <laughs> James has not been doing his. <laughs> I, should, I should probably take this opportunity to mention the fact that every, every time when you release a new podcast, obviously it comes out in the regular format, but it also uh, gets automatically packed up and, and posted onto YouTube. And every time one appears on YouTube, because I haven't been doing anything else lately, because partly of reasons and partly because I've just been really busy. Um, so the only the only videos that have been there recently have been the with audio only podcast things, which is obviously yeah. good for some people. So I'm quite happy to put it there because some people would you know prefer I think prefer to uh, to have it in that format. But I think a lot of people don't like it because what well, you know it's just audio really <laughs> yeah. sort of, it, it pops up and they think what the hell is this and every time it happens and another two people unsubscribe <laughs> but, <gasps> i know but you know oh, what dear. can you do so sorry oh. about that everybody but 
Well, we might have to start making uh, some videos with some actual pictures. We might. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that might solve the problem of people unsubscribing. Um, Easy to say. <laughs> it is. It is. I know. I know. Time and all that. Um, good stuff. All right. Well, uh, was there anything else that people wanted to mention in this, or shall we move on? We should probably just say that the tournament continues. Um, there's going to be five rounds in total, so we'll update you on the winner when we get to that point. Otherwise, shall we move on to the next segment? okay well in-person dice masters is back once more and this time we are looking forward to well ben particularly is looking forward to the uk games expo where on saturday the 4th of june the fellows over at the ministry of dice are going to be running an in-person dice masters event with some great prizes if i'm not mistaken and we are sending our intrepid correspondent ben side scott to go and cover the event and even play in it and maybe come back with a few prizes um ben what can you tell us about the event what kind of format is it going to be and what's going on yeah i believe you're covering my uh Stay, aren't you? The hotels and travel. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you can put it down. Put it on expenses, and uh, we we will pay it out of the the fortune (laughs) that we're getting in in brave rewards. Central Station. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I get up to on Saturday nights. (laughs) Um, Yes, I am going. It's very exciting. Um, It's always a great time at UK Games Expo playing. I mean. It's a cool convention anyway. Uh, the fact that it's also host regularly to um, Dice Masters in the UK is also a bonus. Uh, yeah. It's quite nice, really, because normally on Saturdays afternoons, the actual convention hall itself gets really rammed. So it's nice mm. to have like a thing where I can just be like, I'm going to do this on Saturday afternoon. I don't have to worry yes. about trying to fight the crowd to play other games. Yeah. Uh, I can play my yeah. favorite game. And it's become such a massive event. I mean, I remember going, I don't, I don't remember what year it was, maybe about 2013, 14, something like that. And, um, it was, it was relatively small. They didn't even have anything going on on the Friday. I remember going on the Friday and there was just a bit of in open gaming and that was it in the hotel. Yeah. And it was all just contained in the hotel itself. Um, air hangers now. Yeah. Now it's in the big old NEC, massive mm. rooms and there's like, you know, I don't know, 20,000 people or something or more than that, I think. I think they said 450 exhibitors this year. Really? Good yeah. grief. Wow. So it's, it's make, making a triumphant return. And what's the format of the event? Because obviously we don't have Dark Phoenix Saga officially launched in Europe yet. So that's not legal, is it, Ben? No. Um, so it's all out. Um, bring any kind of smashy face you want to, apart from Dark Phoenix stuff. It's a bit annoying because yes. I just... Uh, Gratefully received uh, an <laughs> influx of some Dark Phoenix cards from um, oh. Chinichero. You did. I did. Yes. So I'm kind of like, oh, come on, play with some of them now. Yeah. <laughs> of course, if they hadn't arrived, I'd kind of be like, yeah, good. Yeah, let's not play. <laughs> let's not play. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, yeah. So I think it's probably fair enough. Um, it's just modern, not including Dark Phoenix, although that's modern legal. Yeah. But they have got, um, not only have they managed to get some Dark Phoenix draft packs in so they can do a draft for the players who are going to be taking part immediately after the event. They've also got an OP kit, if I'm not mistaken, that's going to be part of the prize pool for I mean, the main event itself. Yeah, they've got a bunch of stuff. So they've got an OP kit of the Hellfire Gala. Yeah. Um, which I think is going to be shared out amongst a few players. That's going to be pretty sought after. It is. Um yeah, I mean, I definitely want to try and get one of the copies of Hellfire Gala. Uh, there's yeah. two copies, so I have to decide um, <laughs> which one I'm aiming for. I might throw the first <laughs> aim if the second. But I want the green one, so the magazine cover one, I want that one. So I might, you know, throw well, Surely winner gets first pick, eh? Get, winner winner gets know, first pick, surely. <laughs> but also, uh, Dark Phoenix, uh, you get all the rares in foil. Yeah, well, I know that's good. Which is pretty good because the rares, as we discussed on our like review, probably the best card in the set. Yeah. They are also, yes. we have um, the Dark Phoenix actual like physical booster draft packs to exactly. play some draft games with. So yeah, super sweet. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it should be a really good afternoon. It starts, so if you, and you, you going to give us a bit of an insight into what you're thinking in terms of testing and playing and maybe I'm what you I'm thinking might be. I was very happy with my team until I played, tested against uh, Spug a few days ago and lost, <laughs> lost two games and came very close to losing a third game. Um, I think, well, the, the big three are Becky, Thor, and, um, Godcatcher. The Godcatcher, yeah. I don't like Godcatcher. <laughs> I, no. I didn't have a thought, although, again, I had a recent arrival of that. Uh, thank Yay. you very much, Ronathan, for that. Um, so I might good. maybe throw something with that in? I don't know. Um, probably Becky in some kind of variation. Uh, she is, in my opinion, even amongst the... Even if Dark Phoenix was legal, Becky would yeah. still be, in my opinion, the best win condition. Yeah. Um, so probably that. Although it's a bit cheap playing Becky, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is, but it kind of... Probably Danny as well. I'm going to play Danny, so that, oh, there you go. Yeah. Just, just go Danny Spider-Man Frontline. Oh, no, that's not legal yet. No. No, Frontline is not legal. I've played no. Yort's team from uh, yeah. Worlds. Online yeah. Worlds, that was still legal. Annoy the pants of everybody and <laughs> exaggerate <laughs> in, the, in the Chronicles. Yeah, so I'm expecting <laughs> to see the big three... Um, and yeah, it's always a good time to play with uh, everyone who normally goes um, and hopefully see some of you there. Yeah, I really wish that I could come, but I cannot. I'm too scared. You know, You're I'm shaking too scared. your boots <laughs> after you yeah. beat me <laughs> handily. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, obviously it is the, the, the Queen's Platinum Jubilee weekend. So, you know, clearly I'm uh, I'm going to be at the Paris. You're invited to the Paris. If, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Will you be nice? I asked if we could switch it, but she said no, because she's just got too many things lined up for that particular weekend. So, unfortunately, uh, I'm not going to be able to make it on this occasion. But, um, James, what do you, what do you <laughs> reckon? Do you Ew, spug. <laughs> Spuglet. Uh, <what? laughs> Thank you for that. Um, you probably you probably get your head chopped off if you did much more of that. I should imagine if you're not careful. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm no longer resident. I'm not. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not even in the Commonwealth, are you? Um, <laughs> what 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 would you expect to see, James, if you were playing in that particular tournament? Good God. You're asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you. <laughs> you just played Godcatcher. Yeah, well, I think Ben's covered it pretty handily already, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Godcatcher, the usual probably suspect. together with Thor, yeah. and Becky together perhaps with Danny, and those those horrible basic actions, um, <laughs> the, the ringside announcers, and that's, that's it. <laughs> Job <laughs> done. Some people who don't care about winning will play other things. They There's will. so much smashy face. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, there is. I'd like to see uh, some, maybe, I expect to see lots of static fields. I expect Mm. to see, um, I mean, I'd like to see a Hope Rachel team. Oh, yeah. But I think that's become stronger now, so maybe people will be put off trying it. The problem with Hope Rachel is she can't survive Becky's fielding, generally, can she, if she gets rolled out? Yeah, that's the, I mean, that's why Becky's so good, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Peter, what would you advise? What would Dr. Von der Velde advise that um, Ben puts plays in his team? Um, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's actually really hard to predict what people yeah. will play, actually, because you would expect the big three. Um, there isn't really any off meta team that could win i guess so you 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 should be prepared for those three yeah i do like that um i just think about that off meta the uh rob pettifor played that um weird adam warlock uh, adam warlock thing yeah that apparently was the, apparently the that was jason's team i don't was i don't it? know if that, that he commented on on the pod so on oh. the um, podcast page well whoever i don't know team if, that is, i don't want to take cool. it away from rob he was complaining <laughs> okay well Jason yes I mean it could be anyone they're very good they're both very good builders so yeah whoever's team that was very cool team what does it Uh, do Ben the idea is uh, Adam Warlock when you spend a die 
um, that has an energized ability. Well, I suppose when you or your opponent spend a die that has an energized ability, you can re-roll that die and trigger the energized effect again. Mm, mm. So you pair that with uh, the Black Widow, which yeah. um, lets you spin down characters, or yeah. even the Doctor Strange Rare, I believe, um, yeah. which lets you spin out two characters. Yeah. Uh, and then you can do it on your opponent's turn. And it takes a bit of a time yeah. to set up with Oscar um, and mm. all those characters. I previously mentioned being mask characters and Oscar reducing all mask mm. characters mm. by two. It gets, it, mm. It's pretty bonkers and very good on your opponent's turn removal, which uh, we keep saying is very useful and difficult to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it'll be cool. I mean, these um, Ministry of Dice events, they do encourage a bit of different team building. So... I imagine we will get a variety of teams, although I bet there will be some smashy face teams because people have got one eye on the Hellfire Gala. Yeah, under surveillance. Uh, OP kit. Under surveillance Godcatcher will be a thing. Yeah, yeah, it will. I mean, static field. That's <laughs> yeah, got at least there's yeah, no, the no gladiator global. Yes, yeah. but you still got the Istrid Horn and the uh, Eddie, which are very Eddie, strong. Eddie, yeah. Eddie, yeah. Werewolf. Uh, you can still yeah. use both of them, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. True, but still more difficult to line up than a global. Yeah, tis, yeah. tis. Yes. Well, we look forward to hearing your report back from that event, Ben. So it all takes place on Saturday, fourth of June. Is it one o'clock start? I think so. If you've got a ticket for the UK Games Expo, or if you want to buy a ticket for the UK Games Expo, then you can find it on their website, and all the information will be found on the Ministry of Dice. Uh, website we can put a link to that in the show notes otherwise we'll move on to the next segment well dr strange is back in cinemas benedict cumberbatch is ruling supreme uh, as our favourite sorcerer, and uh, he's flying through multiverses and all kind of bizarre things are going on. Have we seen the film? Have we enjoyed it, guys? I have not. I'll be seeing it this weekend. Right. So no spoilers. Ben? Next week. Next week. James? I do want to say Moon Knight's terrible again. Oh, I don't do on. cinemas, so uh, apparently <laughs> it's coming to Disney, Disney Plus. Yeah, next month. The rest of the world. Yeah. Is it? Good grief. Oh, so I'm the only one who's seen it so far. Okay, well, that's that makes having a conversation about it way easier. I'll draw some pictures for you. I'll just tell you what I think. Sure. No, I won't tell you what I think. I um, I will look forward to discussing it more with Is you Is it later. better or worse than Moonlight? Oh, well, they're totally different because they're... That's a TV uh-huh. show. One's terrible. No, it's not terrible. I enjoyed it. No. But anyway. Um... No, yeah, no. <laughs> you, d- you definitely need to watch on, Ben. I, I agree with what, what Spug said. I don't know if he said it yeah. on there last time, but it was right. No, I don't know. I, I just so, yeah, I, I stopped watching after three episodes. So episode four, uh, though, is a belter. Yeah. yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Really good. Just, just like right. Moon Knight's cards. The program, <laughs> please. So please talk watch about some good cards. Please, please watch <laughs> Moon Knight episode four, just because you know it takes an unexpected turn to say the least. But we're not here Probably to talk best about to Moon watch Knight. the first three first. Not well, the yeah. start with episode, yeah. <laughs> no, really you haven't missed anything. Just watch like really <laughs> bad people doing really bad English accents, and then you uh, you've seen. <laughs> Oh, well, I don't think it is that bad, though, Ben. <laughs> nah, nah. It's bloody so. brilliant. <laughs> He's like, oh, what, isn't he, mate? Come on, old Stephen, you muppet. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's stop talking about Moonlight and talk about Doctor Strange, because that's what we're here for. And we want to pick out our favourite version of Doctor Strange. Can someone tell me how many iterations of Doctor Strange, here's your quiz question, have there been in Dice Masters, since the game began in the days of AVX, sixteen. Yeah, well done. James. <laughs> the team bell. The team bell tells me it's sixteen. <laughs> Transition zone in my case. <laughs> How many sets has it been in though? Five. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it sort of makes sense. <laughs> it's <a> sixteen. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes. Can you name his dice yeah. stats off by heart? Oh, I can blimey. read them from my phone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it has had this. It hasn't had the same stats for every die, though. There was the the. Yeah, it hasn't, has it? Top it side, not. Oh yeah. The, 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 what is it? What's DS? Deadpool. That's strange. 
Doctor Strange. Oh, so obviously yeah. it's Doctor Strange. <laughs> that, that had a different okay. picture as well. He did. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was a trick. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. He had his hair, yeah, his head with the white stuff in it. Yeah. Um, but what was different about... Oh, right. In, oh, that's interesting, actually, because on the team builder, the um, the level two stats are slightly uh, mistaken. Um, oh. The fielding costs are different. The stats, I think, are the same. Yeah. That's a one good for, It's the Doctor Strange and the team that, uh, what is it called? The Defenders. Defenders is, team uh, back. 155, 267, 289. Yes. So the fielding okay. cost tops out at two. Yeah. Um, and then the, the other stats are 146, which is lower, yeah. 258, which is different, and yeah. 389, which is the same but high fielding cost. Yeah. Very exactly. Yeah, it is kind of strange. And he's almost all in, in <laughs> see, um, in Doctor Strange and the Defenders, he's a shield character, isn't he? But he's a, he's a mask mm-hmm. in all the others. Yeah. But, yeah um, but so of these 16 different versions, which do we like best? Peter, what are you picking out as your, as your fave Sorcerer Supreme? Even though I know that in the MCU, Wong is the Sorcerer Supreme. Let's, let's ignore that for the moment. Currently. But, you know. Yeah, <laughs> um, I am going to go with the OG Doctor Strange, Master of the Mystic Arts from mm. AVX. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it was it's really cool. He, he, he was the first to do something uh, that that dealt damage whenever he used an action die. Mm. Uh, so he, he was sort of the 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 prototype for things like a tune and and boom boom. Yeah. yeah. And I I played against someone using that and all sorts of discount things to to get to him quickly and then use a bunch of action dice. And it was just so cool to see it work. I mean, he was really expensive expensive at six, mm-hmm. but then he always but, is. So it was just, <laughs> <Basically. yeah. laughs> and and it it sort of set the tone for his general action die affinity. Yeah, it says there's a lot that we were using this Doctor Strange, or when I was anyway, the, this Doctor Strange with gearing yeah. up, which is yes. the six cost, the gearing up with a four cost. Yeah. And it's all pretty fun compared to like rewind a few years into the future. We were using Yanti, which you didn't have to <laughs> like roll the action. You could just buy a one cost action to <laughs> yeah. damage. Like that, that's the acceleration of the, the action die kind of thing. But it all started with this card. And yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was no, he's good, and I mean, we always, I think we all, well, many of us feel a little bit sort of uh, misty-eyed, and when we start looking at some of the old AVX stuff, don't we? Mm-hmm. The art's terrible. This die was so pretty, though. The kind of colour. It's on. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was definitely a standout. James, what are you picking out as your your fave strange? Uh, I'm going with uh, the Doctor Strange team pack. Uh, it's a seven cost shield. It's the Hoary Hosts of Hogoth. By the Hoary <laughs> Hosts of Hogoth. <laughs> Just and put it's it entirely, title. entirely for the name. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. Well, if you've picked it, you're going to have to explain what a Hoary Host exactly is. Yeah, I did Google that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. That. <laughs> you you I are know, the I English Googled teacher I, among us. I, I had to close all my windows because the recording equipment was playing out. So, <laughs> mm. so don't know. Don't know, but it's great. That's one of the... I, I'm not that big a Doctor Strange fan, in the comics at least. Uh, actually, better in the films so far. Um, but I did like the silly the silly names. Uh, and I think that's that's one, that's one of the silliest. So, um, not to mention the Wand of Watoom. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that one. It does, there's no, not even any point reading what it does because it's rubbish. But no, it's all right. Great. No, well, I've just done a bit of Googling and Google tells me that the hoary hosts of Hoggoth are... Oh, hello. Oh, now I'm getting loads of adverts. Oh, go away. It's going to be a very it. difficult... Uh, Adverts for Hoggoth. Alert. For Hoggoth. In, Hoggoth. <laughs> Better in the that comics, than Hoary. Okay, the, Mar- well, the Marvel that Harry Potter went to, right? <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, everybody. Right. So, in the MCU universe wiki, it says in the comics, the Hoary host of Hoggoth are a magical spell that harness the power of Hoggoth the Hoary. 
a member a member of the omnipotent Vishanti alongside Oshtur and Agamotto. Mm. That, that sounds familiar. That's what I found out and, yeah. and instantly forgot it. <laughs> it's very uninformative. Still doesn't explain what the word hoary actually means. Mm. Hoary actually means greyish white. It turns out. Mm. It's a, it's a, Is it like it's a hoarfrost? A color. The same hoary as that. Yeah. Uh, don't know, but it just. Etymology. Well, it says hoary, greyish white, or overused <laughs> and unoriginal. Oh, uh-huh. maybe a bit, uh-huh. a, a bit like some of our content. Hoary is an old English word that comes from whore, which shares its meanings. Both words refer to anything that is old or that has the whitened look of age. So it will be the same as whore. Brilliant. Well, thank you for... In Dictionary Mm. Corner, we've had James. (laughs) Okay, well, for me, I think I'm going to have to pick the Doctor Strange time gem from the Infinity Gauntlet expansion because he has the distinction of being the only Doctor Strange character in the entirety of Dice Masters that doesn't cost six or seven. He's an absolute bargain at four cost, even cheaper if you buy him with Oscar. And he is uh, a comment that says, energize, draw and roll a die. That die can't be re-rolled this turn. And then he has a force attack global using the mask. But then he has these bonkers Doctor Strange stats. One, four, six, two, five, eight, three, eight, nine. Which for a four cost is lovely jubbly, I think. Um, to use a phrase that someone's been dying to use. Um, not that Stephen would say that. I have to point out. Um, I don't mean Stephen Strange, I mean Stephen. <laughs> Stephen. <laughs> What's his surname? <laughs> uh, you know, Stephen from Moon Knight. Anyway, Stephen um, Grant. Stephen Grant, thank you. I'm glad that someone's been paying attention. Uh, but he's my favourite, yeah, partly because he's cheap and he's got a decent ability and then you just get mad stats. And then if you put him with the Wong from the same set who um, who gets a, uh, a two buff, um, a plus two A buff when um, Doctor Strange is active that makes his two-cost fist character up to a six attack, then that's really cool when they're working together. But you probably so. shouldn't use two wongs, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and <laughs> why would that be, James? <laughs> Answers on a postcard, please. Moving on. <laughs> All right. Um, ben, uh, I think it's just for you, is it, to pick your fave? Tis. Yeah, I think uh, all the Infinity Gauntlet, like James said, all the Infinity Gauntlet ones are pretty good. Uh, it does feel a little bit wrong to have a mask force attack global. Mm. Doesn't seem very masky to me. Although uh, that was the we've... that was the original, wasn't it? With um, Mr. Was. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. There, were, there were two originals. There was uh, a bolt. Yeah. Mr. Fantastic Lost. came before Phoenix. No, it was Jean Grey. No, same no. set. No. Yeah. No, alphabetically, I was going to say. The oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, alphabet, no. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, no, it's anyway. a bit that still, Mask Force Attack feels a little bit wrong. Um, but we've already mentioned the rare as well. Um, and the Super Rare was kind of interesting. Um, although I think Infinity Gauntlet, what are they called? The affiliation. Infinity. Yeah, Infinity what? Watch. Infinity mm. Watch, thank you. Yeah, when you field one of those, you can uh, re roll target character die. Kind of interesting, uh, but I'm going to plump for one from Avengers in Avengers. What are they called? In- Infinity. Infinity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not Infinity Gauntlet. Sorry, I was no. confused. Um, never have you known his like, which again is a seven cost uh, Avenger. Yeah. While yeah. Doctor Strange is active when an action die is used, you may use a copy of its effect. Yeah. You may choose new targets for the copy. Still modern legal, still very interesting. Yes. Use it with stuff like betrayal or even ramp stuff like investigation that we have now. Mm. Bring some basic actions that you want to use um, and your opponent might buy them and you can use them when they do it. So yeah, double usage out of your actions is very useful, very interesting. Seven costs probably a bit too much, but still very useful. Yeah, that is cool. That is good. I mean, yeah, obviously unbelievably expensive. But, um, but I mean, I don't know. even for a seven cost, eight nine is pretty good. The three eight nine, oh, that that it is. Yeah. The the nine is so f- interesting, <laughs> wonderful. He could deal with a Hulk. He could Doctor Strange could deal with a Hulk. It was so 
weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, he kind of almost dealt with Thanos, didn't he? Not quite in the yeah. movies, but uh, True. he can he can he couldn't quite put it off but um yeah he's uh he's pretty good and he's got some great versions there so um let us know what your favorite version of Doctor strange is is there one that we've missed from this little list one of the 16 that you particularly love that you wish we talked about do let us know by dropping us a line using the contact details at the end of the show otherwise we're just going to move on to a bit of aob <laughs> Right, all kinds of stuff to mention in the AOB. The first is spoilers. There have been so many spoilers coming from this seeming accidental leak of Kryptonite Crisis set stuff. And James, you have been beavering away. What have you been doing? I've been cropping. I've been in a cropping (laughs) frenzy. Um, (laughs) And I've updated the spoilers page. And we are left with only three... Uh, three uncommons not seen and three super rares, uh, which we don't actually know what the characters are yet, as far as I know, and ah, two yeah. full action, full action, sorry, full art basic action cards we haven't seen, assuming there are four of them. Uh, but otherwise, we have a complete set apart from those six wow. cards. Yeah, wow. so, and that's all available where, James, where would you find that? It's on the website, which is dmunited.eu, and um, you go to sets and spoilers, or there's a link on the front page. I'm sure you'll find it. I shall also put one in the show notes. Please do. Yes, so if you want to find the most complete list of kryptonite superman kryptonite crisis spoilers available on the internet then do go and have a look there also there's news about worlds now after a hiatus of what is it is it three years when was it last held was it 2019 mm-hmm. um, ben you you have I been should there. Know. you should know, should know. You, you should definitely know that should be almost 2019 i think um, 2019 was the last time well, and Worlds are going to be back they are returning to Memphis, Tennessee on the weekend of 17th of September but WizKids have announced this time that it's also going to be packaged up with US Nats on the same weekend which I think some people have found a little controversial guys what do we think about this was, the was, it, was it not it like that last was. time no no, not at, not mm-hmm. at Memphis. No, uh, worlds worlds normally happens at Origins. Sorry, mm-hmm. U.S. Nationals normally happens at Origins, mm-hmm. um, and then they also had. I mean, I say normally, it's not happened that often. <laughs> but they used to also have worlds at Origins as well. So there right. was, I think, a couple of years where it happened back to back on different days. Yeah. Um, so I, I suppose it's logical for them, given kind of logistical things the yeah. fact they're having their own event they may as well make the most of it and run these two kind of things it seems yes. to make yeah. sense to me although it's kind of us not squared isn't it yeah it's, it's not really worlds because we're not there exactly <laughs> <laughs> yes and I, I, mean, I think that's was also sort of a, a qualifying tournament for worlds at it was a little bit things, yeah yeah. Hmm. yeah exactly um, but if you're free and you can make your way to Graceland Exhibition Center in Memphis, really Tennessee, cool. you've been Saw there, the yeah. Ghost of Elvis. <laughs> I mean, it is a really cool place in general. Um, lots of fun. They do a fan appreciation event and they do various things going on over the weekend. Yes, yeah, so it's Thursday, the September the 15th to Sunday, the 18th of September. There's going to be the, uh, well, the US National Championship, the World Championship. They say Rainbow Drafts, special fan focused events, and much, much more. So they promise that before the weekend is out, your dice bag will be all shook up. I think that's an Elvis. I think that's an Elvis gag, isn't it? But um, yeah. So there we go. Um, So that's what's going to be happening. So if you're available, then do get a long. Um, Otherwise, uh, what other bits have we got to mention? Dice fight. There's some dice fight going on. If you want some more online dice action, Thursday nights, 9 p.m. UK time. James, what we got in the books for the next couple of weeks? 
June the 2nd is the first Thursday of the month and is therefore Legacy. We are apparently up to Legacy 27. Wow. Wow. 27. Uh, it's been running for more than two years. Really? <laughs> That's impressive. How has that happened? And yeah. on June, but we, yeah, well, okay, go for that. And June the 9th, I'm not sure this is, this is set in stone, but I've got on the webpage, Strictly Golden, The Good Old Days. <laughs> um, <laughs> strict, strictly go. <laughs> They're going um, back to the 1930s. I, I, I feel like I, I feel Rick's hand in this, but um, the good old days, uh, I assume, means uh, it's golden, but without all of modern, presumably. Uh, I don't know if it means without uh, silver as well, uh, but right. certainly without modern. I will have to check that. Excellent. And it's a red event, so uh, yeah, gird your loins. Uh, Pulling no punches. Mm. No, indeed. Okay, well, that's Thursday nights, um, 9 p.m. UK time. All we need is a webcam, a link to the Discord server, which we can put in the show notes. Otherwise, I think that's going to be pretty much the end of this episode. It's been great to have you with us. If you've enjoyed it, then it would be lovely if you could like, review, rate, and don't forget to subscribe using your favourite podcast app so you can be the first to know about a new episode. Otherwise, we will see you again in the next episode. Bye-bye. Hello, Treacle. (laughs) Goodbye, Treacle. (laughs) 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 Bye-bye.